Welcome to Federal Sense with your friendly HR guy. Hello, this is your friendly HR guy again. Um, I got a few emails that were mysteriously all about the same topic. I'm guessing they're probably from the same people because they all got the the inquiry at the same time. And what we're talking about is an EEO investigation. And you get something in your email from a contract EEO investigator. What do you do? Got a couple of people freaking out. It's not that bad. More than likely you're a witness. You're filing the complaint. You've started this, so that shouldn't be a surprise. It might be about you. You might be named in the complaint. You might be a witness. You might be a character witness, meaning maybe you didn't see the specific incident, but you know the person involved and can speak about the person's character or uh, other things witnessed. Um, I got a few notes that I like to share with managers. Um, you might be a manager and get one of these. Your employee might get one and come to you. Um, I'm not saying you should give them guidance. I would refer them to their union rep if they have one. Uh, but basically, if you, you're getting one of these and you're a witness, it's probably from a year ago. It's probably from, you know, six months. Um, they're, they're usually behind because it, they get so many of these. Um, generally, they'll ask you if you want to do a phone interview or in writing. I always go with writing. It allows you to be brief, direct, two sentences. I don't remember. Um, I'm attaching an email. That is the only thing I have in reference to. It's just easier than, you know, I'll tend to ramble and then you really um, you put yourself in a, a weird position. Uh, generally, the investigator, if you do a phone interview, they'll send you you know, what they wrote, and you can adjust it after the fact, but I kind of feel like that just adds more steps, uh, but it's the same thing. So I, I always just request the questions in writing. So you get the questions in writing, and, um, uh, and um, you get the questions in writing, and you usually have about a week to respond. Um, you are required to participate if you're a federal employee. If you retired or you no longer work for the federal government, you don't have to participate. But if you're an employee with the federal government, supervisor or non-supervisor, you're required to participate. Um, another tip, just answer the question. I think a lawyer once said, I heard a lawyer say, if they say, do you know what time it is, just reply yes. Don't give them the time. They didn't ask for the time. Um, a lot of times they'll ask you, do you have a disability? Just say yes. Don't give them your disability, right? Um, it's okay if you don't remember something. They're going to ask you something from a year ago. And you might have a vague recollection. I have so many employees that are scared to say nothing, right? They're just like, if I say I don't remember, I'll, I'll be implicated. This is an investigation on a complaint to the agency, not to you specifically. Even if you're the one who did the air supervisor and you did the action, it's not you. As long as you're working within the scope of your employment and you've, you've done your job accordingly, this is a complaint against the agency, not you. So it's, you, know, you don't have a Fifth Amendment right, but you also aren't going to get in trouble. 
Um, you will get in trouble if you lie. I'm not saying to lie, but if it's something that happened six months or a year ago, it's okay to say, I just really don't remember 100%. What I recall is the employee being very upset. Uh, here's what I remember saying. I notified him this, this, and this. I don't remember uh, the meeting as they're describing it below. That's not how I recall it. I, but I do remember them being upset. That's okay to say. You don't have to verbatim come up with some narrative that proves them wrong. You could just say, I don't, it was six months ago. I just don't remember. Um, but the things you do remember, you can kind of lay out. But reiterating that you're not 100% sure, that's fine. But I don't remember is a perfectly fine answer. It might sound weird if you remember nothing of it. Um, so I, I would avoid just saying I don't remember, but add what details you, you are 100% sure of. If they say what color shirt were you wearing, and don't guess. If you don't know, don't, I don't remember. That's fine. If Do you remember the meeting? You can say, I remember it because the employee got very upset. I, at, at the time, I wasn't sure why they were upset. Uh, when did you find out about this? I like to put just now when I'm reading this complaint. So, um, yeah, it, it's okay not to remember, right? I would definitely say I don't remember, then guess. Or I'm pretty sure, if you're not, if you're not 100% sure, I would just say I don't remember. Um, that's basically, you know, the investigator isn't on your side, but they're not really against you either. Uh, they're a neutral fact finder, so they're just trying to get the facts. So just give them facts. Don't give them your opinion. Don't give them, you know, well, you know, that, that employee is always so upset and mad about everything. Don't say that because that's not true. They weren't mad about everything, right? Give them the facts. I like to go through emails. If any email addresses what they're talking about, I like to say, see attached email. That's all I recall. And, and let, let the email speak for the thing because you're probably a smart supervisor and if it was a challenging email, you had your HR person review it or at least you considered it. Don't try to paraphrase it, just use the email. Uh, if it was a termination and you didn't make the decision, they're gonna throw in there, why was this person terminated? If you aren't the direct line supervisor that made the decision, the answer is, I don't know, I didn't make that decision. You need to talk to X, Y, and Z. If you are the supervisor that made the decision and you issued a termination letter or a decision letter on some kind of termination or suspension, the answer is the reason for my decision was clearly explained in the termination letter. Please see attached. Don't try to paraphrase it. Don't try to come up with what you remember. Give them the letter. They already have a copy. The employee probably gave them one, but give it to them. And there, there is the reason, the non-discriminatory reason why I terminated them. Don't try to testify against yourself by, by telling them why you remember terminating them. Refer to the letter. That's why you wrote the letter, right? You wrote that termination letter, and HR hopefully helped you, or you wrote that suspension letter so that when we get to this point and you're in an EEO investigation your thoughts are clearly laid out. You know what I mean? It, it's, you don't have to come up with the, the reason you made your decision. You wrote it down, so refer to it. 
seat. Please see it. The reason for my decision to terminate XYZ employee is clearly explained in the attached decision letter. The employee was issued on date uh, below they signed or below they refused to sign. Boom, you've just answered the question. You don't have to paraphrase. You don't have to copy and paste. Just give them the letter. That's the best way to do it. Don't try to invent anything. Don't try to over-explain or come up with even more things that you, you're you so happy they're gone. They just, they're a fact finder. They're a neutral fact finder. What are the facts? You know, the, the dragnet saying, just the facts, ma'am. Just give them the facts. Don't, don't give an opinion. Um, I like to send your responses to the HR people. If you, if you have a good point of contact, just to kind of get a fresh pair of eyes, because I guarantee half of what you write can be removed because you're writing too much. What did the question say? It said, do you know what time it is? The answer should be yes. Don't give them the time. Don't talk about the the time zones and, well, if you're in California, it's three hours earlier. Don't, you don't have to give all that crap. Just the answer is yes, right? Answer the question. If they want to send more questions or ask for more detail, you're free to do that, but I answered your question. You'll find these EEO investigators, the way they craft the question is they take the employee who's complaining or the former employee who's who's complaining, and they just reword what they say. So it, it almost sounds kind of weird because it's like, uh, uh, what are your recollection of on this date – the employee is uh, alleging that they were targeted when they didn't, uh, when when you didn't answer their question in a in a, a virtual Teams meeting. It's like I the answer is I don't know what they're referring to. I would need more specifics. What does that mean? Uh, on a date, a team meeting, I didn't answer a question, and that's somehow targeting them. I you know what I mean? Like I don't recall that. We had multiple meetings, and I'm sure I haven't answered a lot of questions from a lot of people. A lot of times there's a lot of questions, and I'll answer them, and the employee either doesn't hear me or they feel like I haven't answered to their satisfaction. Uh, again, if you're putting all that, that's too much. Just say, I don't recall. I don't recall that meeting at not, on that day. They Let them prove, even if they can prove that you didn't answer a question, is that illegal discrimination? Is that connected to some protected class? Is that pervasive? Is that interfering with them doing their job? I mean, if there's an email of like 15 times them asking you a question and you just don't respond and they need that answer to do their job, okay, maybe we'll have a thing. One time in one meeting, I don't recall. Just put that. I don't recall that. And you've given me a, a meeting from six months ago. What, what was the question? I, you'll find more times than not, the employee doesn't remember the question. And they just say, you just avoided a question. That, that targeted me. And I felt harassed six months ago. Six months before they filed this complaint when they were terminated. You didn't feel harassed six months ago, but once you're terminated, you feel harassed. So you'll see a lot of these EEO questions don't make any sense. That what they're accusing you of or accusing your supervisor of isn't even by definition, illegal. Um, and, and part of it might be to build some bigger case of a hostile work environment. If you don't recall, and, and they give you a question that they haven't given you enough to actually answer it, like specifically what question do they ask, I don't see how you could do anything but respond, I don't recall. So keep that in mind. It's okay to say I don't remember or to say I would need more information. Um, 
because the the neutral fact finder, the investigator, who's a contract, they're usually not even a federal employee. They think it's silly too, right? But they have to do this. So they say, oh, you were targeted in a meeting when the employee, the supervisor didn't answer your question. Well, what was the question? I don't remember. Okay. They just create the question. You can kind of see which questions are, are nonsense, and it's okay to just say, I don't recall. And they know what, what's going on. They know it's a silly question, and they know this is this half the time. I see a lot of these. I probably see one a month, and it most of the questions are nonsense, absolute nonsense. I, I've seen one where it's, in my end-of-year performance, the supervisor gave me negative feedback. And it's like, oh, uh-huh, yeah, I did. Yeah, the answer is, yeah, please see attached a copy of their end-of-year rating. I, is, I'm, I have no statements beyond what was written there. I mean, you know, it's just like, that's not illegal. That's what a manager is supposed to do. That's not discrimination. Now, if they're only giving a certain group of people negative feedback and nobody else everybody else was all fives yeah that might be something but the just giving negative feedback that's kind of how you're supposed to do it so uh if you're getting one of these don't don't stress less is more answer the specific question if you can get a a, a second pair of eyes to just kind of read through it to make sure you're not rambling if it's more than two sentences you're probably writing too much um if you have emails or any kind of documentation, I say rely on that because that is a fact. An email you sent, a letter you wrote, that's facts. How you think and what you feel, I wouldn't get into it because that's not a fact. And they're, they're a fact finder. And uh, usually they're, they're trying to get you – I wouldn't say that the inspector is doing it, but the employee filing the complaint is hoping that you'll get into some big, long, drawn-out thing – or you contradict something that's in writing, just supply the thing in writing. It's so much easier, and you have less to worry about. Hope this helps. A um, few of you, I think, have gotten these in the past couple weeks. So uh, th these are my thoughts. Uh, not all-inclusive. I'm not a lawyer, but um, I've done a lot of these inquiries, and they're easier than you think they are. So hope this helped. Everybody have a good day. Have a question for the HR guy. Send it to federalsense at gmail.com.